0: tuning you in now to the all-new lbx daily show brought to you by the lbx collective your community to connect engage and inspire now let's get ready to roll with your hosts christine bure and brandon wiley Well, hello, everyone, Christine Buer and Brandon Wiley here. Actually, we're minus a Brandon Wiley today. <laughs> he's actually away in Atlanta, but he'll be back uh, next uh, show tomorrow to share with us all of the experiences that he's having there and all the things that he's getting to enjoy. Anyway, welcome to today's episode of the LBX Daily. We want to start things off with a quick explanation about what we're doing here and what this podcast is all about. The LBX Daily is the first in a series of podcasts we're launching in our location-based experience community that we call the LBX Collective. It's meant to be a lightning quick 15-20 minute video podcast highlighting some of the fascinating things happening in the location-based entertainment industry. We've divided the show into two parts. The first part we call the rundown. In this section, we touch on some of the interesting things that we've come across that we think are relevant to our industry and that we want to share with you. The second part we top it all off with our very own musings on an industry-specific topic, which we call the rumination. Okay, now, since the goal here is to create community and get people to share ideas and connect, we then post this rumination on the Discord channel and ask you to join us there to provide your thoughts and feedback. And this brings me to the biggest point, which is what the heck is this community all about? So, no, it's not just about us yammering away on a podcast. It's about creating a space for industry professionals like you and me to connect, interact, inspire, and engage and celebrate. A place where you can share your knowledge and find solutions for your challenges. Now, if you haven't already done so after this podcast, head on over to our website, lbxcollective.com, and sign up to be part of this growing community. We'd love to have you. All right, let's get things rolling, shall we? Okay, as I mentioned, already Brandon unfortunately couldn't make it. He's on a plane flying to Atlanta right now, but he's going to get back to us tomorrow because he's doing some really cool stuff in Atlanta, and he's going to be able to share some of his experiences and some of the things that he's seeing there. So let's roll into the rundown. Okay, I have a bit of a kink in my neck, but I think it's just sympathy pains for all of you that have had to deal with Hurricane Hillary today. I hope you've stayed safe and you didn't incur too much damage. And to Hillary, damn girl, wrong place, wrong time. I wish you would have come up a little bit further in Canada to help out with the fires that we're contending with here, all over the western part of the country. We could have used that rain, I tell you. Okay, okay. Calling all stuffy lovers. Now, if you are not lucky enough to be watching this on video, I've posted a picture of a new concept, a Taiwan concept. That's um, it. It's called Party, So it's spelled P-A-R-T-E-A. You get it? Um, So it's a Taiwan concept featuring claw games and bubble tea. It's opened at second location in Union Square in New York. And the concept is serving up bubble tea, fried chicken, Taiwanese sausages, Cuttlefish Balls. Yes, everyone, Cuttlefish Balls. I'm curious. Spicy Wings. And it's calling itself the first night market concept store, which is actually quite interesting. Now, the pictures don't really do it justice here. But if you do go onto their Instagram or their website, it does actually kind of have that feel of a really neat night market. You can poke around. You can do different types of claw games. uh, You can get your stuffy on. You can see in the bottom picture there's two super cute, amazing stuffies. And uh, if you don't have a young daughter, then you don't know what that's all about. Um, I have a closet, I should have posted a picture here of a gazillion stuffies that we've collected over the years. These are important uh, important things in uh, uh, children's lives. Um, but it's definitely a neat, neat, neat concept worth checking out, so go take a peek at that. All right, um, also today I found a really um, interesting new, well, maybe not new, um, a, a concept around bowling. Um, Have you ever wished that you could add bowling to your facility, but you just didn't have the footprint? Well, Sports Simulator, a provider of advanced uh, leisure simulators, has announced the launch of party bowling. So here's a picture. Um, according to the company... Party Bowling offers a realistic, immersive recreation of the bowling experience, allowing guests to enter a virtual environment filled with neon lights for a lively atmosphere that brings the bowling game to life, thanks to its vibrant graphics and realistic mechanics. Party Bowling is an engaging experience for players of all ages and all abilities. Now, it's kind of nifty here when you take a peek at this picture. There's opportunities for you to create your own branding, um, get your own sponsorships, put in offers and promotions, and as well adjust the lighting and the package to suit. I thought this would kind of be cool. You could put a couple of these side by side and create a really neat bowling theme around it, put in some fun food and beverage, and then, you know, there you go. You've got two instant bowling lanes. Now, I've seen something similar to this in other facilities, and I'm going to pop a picture up here. Uh, It was a couple of years ago I was down in Houston. And I popped into Billy Forney's place, Palace Social. And he'd done a really amazing job of setting up a simulator with two two units side by side. You can see the couches here. They put some tables behind where people could actually sit, let their drink sit, and they could actually view what was happening with all kind of like the, uh, the golf clubs, the footballs, and the baseballs beside it. It was a super neat concept. And I thought, why couldn't you do something like this with bowling and then have that bowling added to your facility in a much smaller footprint? All right. Um, Now, I found the most interesting thing today on the internet, and I had to share it with you. And you know what, gang? I don't know how I miss this. (laughs) But in Canada, we had an auction for a costume mascot of a tinfoil wrapped donair. It is sold for 16,000 buckaroos. Now I'm gonna post this and I'm really sorry for those of you that <laughs> are not able to tune into this live because it is a sight for sore eyes. Now this, this picture, <laughs> I'm gonna help you visualize it. It's a pita wrapped, wrapping up shaved ground beef lettuce, tomatoes, onions, and covered in a sauce of evaporated milk, vinegar, and sugar with a hint of garlic. And then around that, there is some tinfoil, and there's these two little hands popping out. Now, in this particular picture, and I'm telling you, this was the best picture I could find, <laughs> this little uh, wrapped donaire is kind of waving behind this plastic curtain. It almost seems to me like he's in jail and he's trying to escape. Um, but I might be too if I was in this costume. I'm not really sure. Anyway, back to the story. Apparently, the Alberta government had this in their inventory collecting dust, and they had originally had plans to use this as a prop for a drug awareness campaign. So um, my imagination is kind of going wild right now. Like, what was the campaign? Um, don't smoke pot. You might get a Eric walking into your life, or you'll eat too many donairs. I'm not exactly sure, but um, it, rather amusing. Um However, they had it sitting in their archives collecting dust and they thought, let's just put it online. Let's uh, put it into an auction and see what we can get for it. A sparking, it, it sparked a bidding war amongst rival donair restaurants. Of course it did, um, amongst other people um, across the country. And eventually an Alberta donair chain went out spending $16,000 on it. Mm-hmm, $16,000 folks. Now the new owner has said that he has plans to put on a charity event where people can come and take pictures with the donor. So you know what? I'm going to keep my eye on this because count me in. (laughs) I need to get a picture with this donair. All right. So on to the rumination for today. And I thought, well, since Brandon's away, maybe I take a few minutes to actually introduce myself. Maybe we haven't crossed paths before, or maybe you don't know me that well. So I wanted to explain why Brandon and I teamed up to create this amazing community. We'll ask Brandon this, and we'll ask him to share his thoughts around this in a future episode. Um, But back in 2006, up in Calgary, Canada, I started a little place called Shaker's Fun Center. It was a seven-acre park with indoor-outdoor attractions like go-karts, laser tag, arcade games. We had some uh, mini bowling. We had an indoor playground at one point. We did tons of inflatables, lots of massive events, and lots of little birthday parties. You know the gig. Anyway, little did I know the wild ride this journey was going to turn into. Our beginnings were very adventurous, especially since we did not have much experience in family entertainment. And I won't dive into the nitty-gritty details here. And I'm totally open to connecting and sharing my story with anyone. I want to know yours as well, um, but we'll find another time for that. But early on, it became clear that I needed a helping hand. Um, Obviously, Hopefully, being a smart entrepreneur, I understood the importance of networking and learning from fellow facility owners. But here's the thing. How exactly could I do that? Sure, I could attend trade shows and start conversations, which no doubt I did. But there was a couple of hurdles for me. First, biggest one, I'm an introvert, which you might not be able to tell here. But it's hard for me to get out of my shell. It takes a lot of energy. So doing that was a lot of work, and I wasn't always at my best in those situations and scenarios. And second, I'm a woman, which I'm not going to make a big deal about that, but this is an industry that's very heavily dominated by men. And so it became just a little bit more tricky and a little bit more intimidating for me to reach out and talk to different people. Now, even if I did manage to contact somebody or connect with someone, their experience might have been limited, or I might have felt hesitant about reaching out for them out to them for too much advice just simply because I didn't want them to think I was completely unknowing. <laughs> so... I decided for myself that I needed to actively learn more about business and more about myself and more about this industry. So part of that meant learning to uh, find other people and to jump onto committees. I decided that volunteering was going to be a big key to my success. And so ultimately, that's what I did. So for the past 15 years, I've been with an organization. Well, you know what? Why is this donor still on the screen? Let's get rid of it. So the past 15 years, I've been part of an organization called Entrepreneur's Organization, and it has been a game changer for me. It's helped me develop my business and leadership skills, and it's given me the opportunity to do some really fun and challenging things. And actually, I have a picture here I'm going to share, um, This is probably one of the favorite things I did with you is our fire walk. And I actually hosted this at our facility in the back one day when we were closed. You can see at the top here, there's a picture of a massive rip-roaring fire that we had to build to get this process started. And it took quite a few hours. I think we had this burning for six hours where we had to burn it all down and get the coals all right. You can see second picture over here on the left. And then finally, to a point where almost everything was burnt, there was hot coals, um, but they were just kind of like... really at that embry stage where there was nice uh, gray cover of ash over the top, but the coals were still quite deep and hot underneath. So I created this event at Shakers, and here's a picture of me actually walking across those coals. Um, I fared fairly well in this event. Um, I didn't burn my feet, but there were some other people that actually did get some blisters on their feet from this particular experience. However, it was totally worth it. And um, there was a process around it about building your courage and and actually walking across the coals. And I have to admit, it was probably one of the scarier things that I have done. However, again, my point being, uh, this organization really put me outside of my comfort zone and allowed me to do some things that I never would have thought to do. Then I had the privilege of leading the FEC committee for IAPA, where I hone industry specific skills and connected with some truly amazing people, um, people I care deeply about and I still call some of my closest friends today. I really wanted to find a picture to post in here, but I don't know how to put a picture of all the amazing people I have met over the years and the connections that I've built. So I opted to keep it out. You know, you all know who you are. Um, Anyway, these connections not only helped me tackle challenges and expand my business, but they eventually helped me sell it as well, which um, again, lucky enough, I sold right at the beginning of the pandemic. And I'm incredibly thankful because without these connections, I would have stumbled big time. Now I acknowledge I was really lucky to have the chance to meet and connect with these folks in the first place. And that's what this community is about for me. It's creating a space for everyone to call their own, where everyone is welcome, there's no dumb questions, and everyone has the same opportunities that I had to connect with brilliant minds in our industry to share, connect, inspire, and really help solve problems in their businesses. In this community, we are curating a fantastic mix of operators, manufacturers, trainers, consultants, you name it. This place is about coming together, sharing, learning, growing faster than we ever could individually. Our goal is to tear down barriers, open doors, and help everyone find the support that they need so that they can thrive in this space. Sure, we've launched this community with a podcast, but that's really our first stab at building this network. It's just a way to engage with you, to get your attention, to get you on board. Um, And it's really the tip of the iceberg. We have got tons of exciting ideas and plans that we're going to keep on implementing to expand this community, to grow it, and to make it better for everybody. So for today, I'll end my rant, (laughs) but I want to mull over this question in the rumination. Where are you at? What's got you scratching your head? And where could you use a helping hand? Whether it's fixing that damn ketchup dispenser that you just can't fix or figuring out how to take your business to the next level. Let's really dig in here and see how we can help each other. Remember, there's no silly questions. There's no dumb questions. Let's just be in this together. Now, I'm going to post this in the Discord channel. I'd love to see you there. Love to see your thoughts. Love to see your feedback and love to know where you're at. I would also love for you to help spread the word and and the power of this community, the LBX Collective, by sharing the link to the Discord server, sharing these episodes with your buddies or any other industry pros tell them to head on over to the LBXcollective.com and join the most amazing community ever. Thank you. Thank you for deciding to spend a few minutes of your day with me today. Um, I'm hoping you're having a great one. And hey, welcome to the collective.